0: We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. So I was at dinner last night and I was in the bathroom and this girl came up to me and said, you know, thank you so much for human design and I follow you on Instagram and all this kind of stuff and so then I was asking her like okay what are you she said she's a 6-2 generator who's emotional authority and we got to chatting about what she does and she told me such an interesting story she said to me she's 23 she spent the last two years in spiritual communities doing a time plant medicine Um, Really, like, searching for herself, trying to find herself, that whole thing. Traveling all over the world into different, you know, spiritual... um,
1: Experiences. Yeah. Circles. Circles,
0: community, like, a lot of, like, community things. Trying to live in nature and community and the whole thing. And then she said, but then something recently happened. She said, I just literally got back from New York And I had so much judgment over what like being in a city was like and what New York is and all this kind of stuff. And, but when I went there, I just felt like my soul came alive. And straight away, I got a job offer there. I got free tickets to Burning Man. I got, I found an apartment, the whole thing. And I'm going to move there. And it's made me so happy. And it was i was so grateful that she came up and told me that story because it's just another area where there's conditioning and we've you know spoken about spoken about this before about how even spirituality is a form of conditioning and our ideas of what is spiritual and how we try to force ourselves into that believing it's better for us but the only thing that's better for us is our personal alignment and i said to her yesterday you know when something is aligned the flow there's evidence there you don't have to question it or not it's just the actual evidence of what happens in your life will tell you loud and clear if you are aligned or if you're not um so i thought that was so interesting and so refreshing to hear that you know not everyone is supposed to be she was like literally i was doing so much ayahuasca and stuff and it just never
1: she she's like i felt more spiritual like being aligned in the middle of a city than i was
0: it was clearly for her because things just came together for her there. And she was like, in the lo- in the last two years, though, I felt so lost and didn't know what I wanted to do and blah, blah, blah. And yet somehow when she plonked herself in New York, she just obviously had that um, response, that sacral response. And then she's she a, decided she's a, she's to go for it. M G Mm. MG? Mm-hmm. No, she's a generator. A
1: generator. So this makes me think of when I first read about my digestion, because I'm high sound. And... In, with high sound you really are designed to be in the thick of it mm-hmm. and really be in the buzz of things and and I loved when you were going through and writing all the digestions and just seeing the juxtaposition between the environments that actually are good for people for me as a high sound it's actually spiritual to you know watch tv while I eat mm-hmm. and I always judged myself so much for that that's so interesting. And now, every time I make a meal, I'm like, you know what? Throw on a Vampire Diaries or <sighs> throw on a whatever I want to watch because that's what works for me.
0: Yeah, and everyone would normally tell you, like, it's better to sit in the quiet and turn off notifications and turn off stimulation. And and it just goes to show that there is so many areas where we think we have these decided ideas of how we should do things.
1: What's an example that you think for you, and obviously one of the big ones that we've talked about before is like you're consistent and inconsistent, Mm -hmm. but what's something environment wise that was that you felt that you thought was unspiritual, but now Mm. you see
0: is actually really correct for you? Um, I guess I didn't see it as unspiritual, but I felt like... um I never really understood how because my digestion is indirect light. Mm-hmm. And I never really understood how if I'm in the sun, I love the sun. Okay. But when I'm in the sun, my brain completely switches off. Like I cannot work in the sun. Like I can't sit on a sun lounger and work unless I have full shade over me. And that's because obviously your digestion is to do with your brain being in its genius uh-huh. so when you're in the opposite and I actually think this is a really cool thing to discuss is that when you are in your opposite of your digestion that's the way that your brain turns off so for you because you're high sound that stimulates you right so uh-huh. your brain is like prepped to take in food prep to take in information prep to be in creation mode but when you want to chill out that's when you would be in the opposite which is low sound because that switches your brain off
1: okay so question there literally so funny that you're talking about this because I was laying in bed last night wanting to ask you this question Ah. because I sometimes will turn on sleep sounds when I'm falling asleep so with high sound is that actually not helpful to put me to turn my brain off to go to sleep is that actually stimulating me and keeping me awake
0: so it's interesting because it's all about how you interpret it so let's say for example if to you it feels like it's low and it's more soothing than what you normally listen to yeah it's more um it's, it's relative, right? And it's okay. about your interpretation. So if it feels low to you and unstimulating to you, then great. Okay. Whereas like if, for example, even a, you know, 432 hertz sounds like it gets your brain churning, then you wouldn't want to do it. And this is where I think it's really important for, it gives you the sovereignty because obviously what would be quote unquote easier for all of us is to have these like set rules. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. for high sound people Don't only listen to the, sound. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas you really need to learn to become your own energy reader with these with these um, guidance systems in place. And so for me, um, you know, like I will never, ever, I, I love the sun, but I'm very, very clear on, for example, like I'm never going to try and eat like on my sun lounger without shade and I'm never going to try to um, work, you know, work there. But if I want to totally relax, that's why sun is so good for me to do nothing in because my brain cannot physically work when I'm doing that.
1: And you you tend to do that even between when you're working, you go stand in the sun.
0: Yeah, so true.
1: So I do wanna point out for people listening, if you've never looked at your digestion, It's in the app and there's Mm -hmm. actually a full description of your digestion type in the app. Mm -hmm. And will you tell us, because some people assume digestion is just about food, which we have talked a little bit about how it doesn't just have to do with food. But for like someone who maybe hasn't been on the app before, what does the digestion tell you? Mm -hmm.
0: So your digestion is um, it starts in the mind. And so when you eat according to your digestion, it's obviously not just what's best for your body, but it's also the way that you take in food that is going to help your brain become into its genius the easiest. Mm -hmm. So food is information just like any other information that we might read or hear or see. Um, it's informing your body how to create the new cells, how to restructure itself, how to renew itself, literally on a cellular level. So I always say that food is the most concrete, dense form of information that we can put into our body. So we really have to make sure that we're feeding our bodies with the right information. And everyone has a different way that their mind and body likes to take in Food and information. So your digestion and human design is going to literally tell you. Okay, you do better with like you in the high sound, or you do better in indirect light. Some people do best when they're eating. You know, one simple thing at a time instead of mixing twenty five things in a smoothie bowl. So it's very very unique, and you know, you just have, would have to check yours out either on the app or on the website, which is myhumandesign dot um, But it tells you a lot, and it's one of those interesting things where. It's not an all or nothing thing. Like let's say for example with me. With my digestion. Mm-hmm. When I first started out. I'm not just about to. You know go from zero to a hundred. And think that that's what I have to do. Yeah. I slowly 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 started. Eating later in the day. Because with my digestion. Which is in direct light. Eating later on in the evening. Is better for me. Because my digestion cranks up. at Once the sun goes down. So I didn't all of a sudden not eat breakfast cut out breakfast i would just like push it and then i would make my breakfast lighter and then for example what you're saying about environment like i don't judge myself now when i eat right before bed and i know that's like so many people say you have to have three hours before bed i can't not eat something stop eating three hours before i go to sleep
1: blake is in direct light as well and he judges himself your fiance yeah my fiance he judges himself so much for always being so hungry towards the end of the day But that's because that's when, that's when your, you said your digestion system revs up, right? Mm -hmm. So that's when you want it. That's when your brain actually Mm -hmm. wants the food. Mm -hmm. It's so fascinating. And to tie it back to the story about the girl in the bathroom, it's, what do you think, do you think that could be, you know, the being in the city could have to do with something in her chart of like, actually she, it wasn't correct for her to be out in the middle of nowhere. Or
0: do you probably. think it was just
1: timing of life alignment that it worked
0: out? Probably it could, it could, and any one person, it could be both. If we looked at her chart, we probably could tell her like what her environment said or whatever as point is. But I think also on top of that, there's a layer of, you know all of us who are spiritual seeking being super exposed to this one cliche of or not necessarily one but it's like a very strong out of the of the archetypes that we see is like being spiritual is going into nature and this is how you do it and this is how you get yourself a good life as you do Mm -hmm. this this and this just like anyone who is in you know money mindset people are like this is how it looks when you have a good money mindset and you're investing in crypto and you're investing in this or people with parenting like this is how you parent and all of that is still conditioning because what's happening is when enough people are interested in something it's almost like we rush to find this like mutually agreed best way to do it but what that does is it narrows all of our different approaches of how we would organically naturally do it if we were just left to our own devices. So it's really interesting, we were talking about this yesterday, how on the one hand with Instagram and things, our world gets bigger because we're exposed to more people that we would never see what they do. But on Mm -hmm. the other hand, our world also gets smaller because... Our worldview narrows based on what we like to look at and what we see and what gets suggested to us more and more. And so, what I think the whole world is doing and thinking about is completely different to what my sister curates on her feed. She thinks everyone is seeing that. She, the w- example she used yesterday is like, oh my God, when we were watching that Amber and Johnny Depp trial play out on TikTok or play out on Instagram.
1: And you had no clue it was get- even happening.
0: I didn't get one notification, one one post or one story in my whole entire feed about that about that trial. So in her mind, everyone was talking about it and mm-hmm. in my world, it didn't even exist. So based on what our orientation is, our worldview is also getting narrower, which means the conditioning is also getting stronger. So we have to watch out for that.
1: A micro example of that that's mm-hmm. just I mean not even having to do with like spirituality. I was when I was just wandering around London the first day I got here and I was going up an escalator and I saw this girl's pair of shoes and I, and I just thought, wow, that's, I've, I have never seen those pair of shoes. They're so cute. And it had me thinking about the fact that I think everybody's wearing the same freaking five pairs of shoes, the mm. same clothes, the same brands, literally everybody on my feed shops at the same places, wears mm. the same things. And it's so one aesthetic. And as I, I started looking around and I'm like, there are a million different pairs of freaking shoes how silly that is i was like there's a million pairs of shoes in this train station
0: wow and just to tell our audience that we are recording in london right now which is where i'm from but taylor comes here to work yeah but so basically what happened was you're exposing yourself to a different microculture yeah of people in london who probably follow different people on instagram (laughs)
1: 100 percent. because in arizona it feels like in my city that i live in i do also feel like everybody's you know wearing the same thing Mm. but then you get exposed to a completely different you know just even area of the world
0: and it's completely
1: different so we have again just to reiterate we have to remember that there are a million different ways to do life
0: it's so true and it's also so funny like all the conversations that we're all having that are like very heated politically and stuff like that too You also have to remind yourself, like most of the world has no care or clue about, I mean, if you live in Africa or India, like you're not talking about the same woke stuff I'm talking about. It's just a neutral statement. It's just what we think is like part of the hot topic is only in our bubble. And we have small bubbles like microcultures and we have bigger bubbles like our countries and the people we follow on Instagram is, you know, smaller or greater to whichever degree you want to take it to. But all of that is conditioning, because it's all making your brain, it's tempting your brain to conform, and giving your brain options. But then you don't always remember that you always have other options. So I think it's really important for people to just organically like ask themselves what it is that what is it that I would organically do Mm. in this moment what would I naturally find myself doing and the other one that really is so clear to me is um the conditioning of the way we talk because for example when I was in LA people started saying thank you like thank you Thank you. Yeah, which I just started thinking to myself, I think that's just like a current trend because no one's parents taught them to say thank you thank that way. You. That wasn't the trend of the way our parents spoke and said thank you. But it's just like cutesification of language where on the one hand, it's like it's there's nothing wrong with fun trends and playing things yeah. on. But there's another I think it's all to do with the mentality that you do it where. If you're trying it on for size or having fun with it, it's one thing, but trying to do that because it makes you more likable or acceptable or fit in or because everyone else is doing it. I think you have to be clear on the fact that it's an external conditioning force. And then you have to really say, do I want to partake in this? Can I partake in it lightly or am I going to take it? Is Am I going to let it become me too much? Sink in so much. Yeah. and And... This is, what we, this is what preserving your sovereignty and your individuality at every cost looks like. It's like looking at the ways that you do the little things in life and asking yourself, have I picked this up from somewhere? Did I get it from me somewhere outside of me or has it come from me organically? Sometimes getting it from outside of you is, is aligned, right? Like you see someone else had a similar career to the one that your soul was always wanted. So it showed you that it was possible. It helped you jump there. But you have to become aware of that process. You have to say, is what's coming at me from the external world in alignment for me? Or am I just automatically picking it up because I've just been told that that's what everyone else, that's that's what most people do. And
1: why is it so, so important beyond just, you know, being unique in who you are? Why is it so important that all of us really, like when you say, is this actually me? Is this organically how I would do this? Is this this organically how I would say it? Why is that so important for us?
0: Because what we all want, even though it looks different to all of us, is we all want to be our greatest expression of ourselves. We all want to be aligned. We all want to be happy. We all want to be powerful. And so the quickest way to become that is to figure out not what the world is asking you to be, but to go on the exploration of what can I conceive or what can I come up with on my own that is the definition of me, Mm. even if it doesn't exist, even if it isn't in the world. And think about people who've really done something new, right? really people that have made an impact on the world is because they dared to go against the homogenization that was presented at them from the world. Like Shakespeare made up all this language that didn't exist before. And people thought he was crazy. And now to this day, we're still using, I think it's in the thousands of words and expressions that he literally just invented out of nowhere. Now, if you were afraid of sticking out or being not normal or not doing things according to the trends and the the what's in, you would never dare to do that. If you were, you know, scared to... Start a library, you know, basically be an online librarian. You could never have a Jeff Bezos in this world if you were afraid to own that you, I mean, anything that anyone has done that has made an impact on the world is because it's new to us. And then what ends up happening, unfortunately, this cycle is then more people think they have to be that way. And some people it's aligned for them, and some people it's not aligned for them. But it all starts with someone else carving out a new path to show other people that it's possible. And so if you want to be the greatest expression of you, you have to start asking yourself, is this me? Is this not me? And you have to be strong enough in yourself to dare to not go along with the status quo.
1: So your individuality is the way to your highest expression is what you're saying.
0: 1000%.
1: And to make that really like actionable micro for people cuz that is a big feat, you know, mm-hmm. for, to tell somebody to you have to be the most individual version of yourself Mm -hmm. that's why I think human design is such a helpful tool for this because there are micro 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 Mm. ways that you can play with like pick one thing Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. like I'm trying to think of an example of something like even right now like for example the one that I'm working with Mm -hmm. is that the way that you speak to the world is different than the way I speak to the world. So the way you speak to the world is you offer guidance. You mm-hmm. speak guidance. And so I've constant I and I as somebody that, you know, looked up to people like you in the spiritual space, like I I think when I was, uh, you know, a couple of years back, like I was like mimicking that mm-hmm. way of speaking to people again because I thought that that was what was correct for me. Mm-hmm. But I speak my opinions and insights. Mm-hmm. So I've been really working with like the nuance of what's the difference between Speaking guidance my opinions and insights and, insights and guidance. Mm. So that's the one that I'm working with right now. Mm-hmm. What? Do, how is that different? How does that sound different? What actually comes out of me that isn't this like curated thing? So mm. pick one thing in your yeah. chart and work with that.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important to you know reassure yourself that you don't have to do it all at once no. you just have to do and you don't even have to figure out which order you're going to do it and no. what your process is going to look like you almost have to just do whichever one you're called to in the moment or the one that life is pushing you to call like if you're going through a challenge in some way shape or form that's usually life saying you know your life is gonna is gonna manage your spiritual process for you you just have to pay attention to what it's nudging you to do yeah um but what's interesting about you know these kinds of things is that, yes, we have access to watching billions of different kinds of humans, but at the end of the day, you can use some of them for inspiration, right? You can take the advice from that money guru or whatever, but there will be places where they're gonna give you advice based on what worked for them, or they're gonna speak in the way that is aligned for them, or sometimes they're gonna speak in a way that's unaligned for them. But just because they seem to be successful, you might, for example, subconsciously think, Oh, I aspire to that. And sometimes your brain will literally make you speak the same way as them, even though you don't even want the same voice as them. You just want their power and their light and their alignment. So their money advice is working for you, but you're still picking up the voice. You know what I mean? So it's, you have to, it's just a journey of just unpacking these things as you go very lightly, not forcing yourself, not doing it in like giving yourself a hundred things to do because that's too stressful. But just noticing like where am I tempted to feel like I need to become like something else and is it because someone is showing me something that was aligned for me in the first place and reminding me of that or am I trying to take on qualities of theirs that I think will automatically translate to me and make me just as successful as them. It's not the same thing.